الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد يقول سبحانه وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته 
ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد My dear beloved respected brothers and sisters I ask Allah Azza wa Jal who gathered us in this masjid to gather us Yawmul Qiyamah with Sayyid al-Mursaleen Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ameen Ya Rabbil Alameen A man came to a scholar and asked him a question He said Isn't Islam the deen of haqq? Isn't Islam the only deen approved by Allah Azza wa Jal? And the scholar said, absolutely. So the man said, so why are we in such a state of humiliation, poverty, illiteracy? We have lost the izzah that the previous Muslims had. How come we are in this state? The scholar answered, and he said, because we have favored the eight over the three. Because we have favored the eight over the three. So the man said, what do you mean, Sheikh? He said, Allah Azza wa Jal said, قُلْ إِن كَانَ آبَاؤُكُمْ وَأَبْنَاؤُكُمْ وَإِخْوَانُكُمْ وَأَزْوَاجُكُمْ وَعَشِيرَتُكُمْ وَأَمْوَالٌ اقْتَرَفْتُمُوهَا وَتِجَارَةٌ تَخْشَوْنَ كَسَادَهَا وَمَسَاكِنُ تَرْضَوْنَهَا أحب إليكم من الله ورسوله وجهاد في سبيله فتربصوا فتربصوا حتى يأتي الله بأمره والله لا يهدي القوم الفاسقين. said because you we put the eight before the three and then he recited this ayah from surah al-Tawbah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell man, mankind, قُلْ يَا Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell mankind, if your fathers 
your children, your brothers, your spouses, your tribes, your money and wealth, your trade and business, your homes are more beloved to you than Allah and His Messenger and to perform jihad. فَتَرَبَّصُوا Wait! I'm, you know when you tell somebody, wait. فَتَرَبَّصُوا حَتَّى يَأْتِيَ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرِهِ يعني wait for the punishment of Allah Azza wa Jal. And Allah ended the ayah by saying, and Allah does not guide the one who disobey Allah Azza wa Jal. So let's take them one by one and see Am I favoring the eight, seven, six, one of them? Because the result is very dangerous. We are living the result of favoring the eight over the three. But let me take it on an individual level. Let's start with the fathers. If your fathers and your mothers ordered you to commit a major sin, And you listened and obeyed because you are so worried my dad might take the house he gave me. Or he might deprive me from inheritance. So you listened and you obeyed your father. When, like a brother came to me and said, very young, 24 years old, he said, I want to divorce this girl, 22 years old, they just got married. I said, why? Is she a bad wife? She said, he said, she's the best wife. I said, uh, are uh, any, her parents treating you bad? He said, just like their son. So why do you want to divorce her? You're not making any sense. Because my mother oversees Never met the girl. So in a dream that if I marry this girl, I'm going to hell and she will never be pleased with me. And I kept on talking and talking to him and I felt that he got convinced. Then the next day, the father of the girl saw me and he told me he divorced her. You approved the zulm you approved oppression because to obey your mother or your father, you are one of these people. Wait, do not confuse the birr of the parents with the rights of Allah Azza wa Jal. The parents honor them, respect them, but there is no obedience to any creation by disobeying the Creator. Your sons, your sons and your daughters, you know your son's job is haram, but you don't want to say anything because he might stop sending me money. He might stop supporting me if I say anything. Or you could be the one who put him in that major 
and you used your connection and that business that he's in or that job that he has have made him lose his deen. He doesn't pray anymore. He has the wrong aqeedah. He has doubt about his deen, but you don't want to say anything. Because what would people say? So you favored your sons over Allah's orders. So فَتَرَبَّصُوا So wait. Your brothers. You know that your brother is committing oppression. He took your sister's piece of land without any right and you were quiet because he might deprive you too. You know that your, your brother is committing major sins but you don't want to even talk to him. You don't want to tell him about it. You're very scared what he's going to do to me. And you approved, not only scared, you approved what he's doing. Over ordering good and forbidding evil. So wait. Your spouse is number four. When you know that your wife has ordered the DJ for the wedding of your son and there will be music and men and women are dancing in front of each other. You know that and you hate it. But you don't want to argue with your wife. You don't want to have any problems before the wedding. So yalla khalas, it's one day you made your daughter or your son start their new life with haram. Just because you don't want to upset your wife. Just because you don't want it, what people would say about us. These are backward couple. And when the wife, she knows that her husband's job is haram, but she cannot say anything because the luxury bags will stop. The vacations will stop. So let me be quiet and eat haram. You have favored your spouse over Allah and his prophet. Wait. Then comes Ashiratuhum. Your tribe, your family, you favored your nation over Allah and His Prophet. You favored your culture over Islam. How many times our culture, wherever you are from, clashes with Islam. And we know that this is not allowed in Islam. And it's just only cultural thing. But we went with it. What would the people say if we don't do this and do that? So you made the tribe and the Ashira above the orders of Allah and His Prophet. So wait. And when you love the money, when you love the money, that you know it's haram, and you thought it will bring you peace and tranquility and solve all your problems, so you favored the Haram Prophet over Jannah, Arduha Samawatu Al Ard. Fatarabbasu. Wait until you get the punishment of Allah Azza wa Jal. 
Number seven, your job, your business. You favored your business over the orders of Allah and you said, if I do not sell alcohol in my restaurant, I will go out of business. If I do not sell lottery and cigarettes and pork in my deli, I will be go out of business. You favored your business, your job that is haram over the orders of Allah, thinking that the job is the razzaq and you forgot who's the razzaq. The last one from the eight. And you favored your homes and you bought your house with riba. And you declared war on Allah. Because everybody's doing it. They're very happy. How can, I, how can we live in a 2,000 square feet and all our friends have 5,000? Let's go into riba. Let's declare war on Allah Azza wa Jal. Wait. Now you know what the Sheikh meant when he said, We favored the eight over the three. We favored those eight our fathers, our children, our spouses, our brothers, our tribes, our businesses. Our wealth and our homes, we favored them over the orders of Allah and the orders of His Prophet and the jihad fi sabilillah. And Allah ended the ayah by saying, and Allah will not guide the fasiqeen. What does that mean? That means whomsoever favored these eight over the three, he's a fasiq. This is big. Ya akhwan, this is not me. Go read the Quran, Surah At-Tawbah. Open Surah At-Tawbah and read. Qul, tell them, if your fathers, your more beloved, ahabba, than Allah and His Prophet and Jihad, فَتَرَبَّصُ Get your favorite shaykh to translate it and make tafsir. Even though it's straightforward. That's what the companion did. They favored the three over the eight. That's why they were able to conquer the world with the same book, same exact book. Because they favored the three over the eight. When they were told to migrate to Medina, what happened? Everything. They left everything behind just to be with Rasulullah. Everything. Houses, wealth, businesses, farms, whatever you name it, everything. Now, let's say uh, someone ordered us, me and you, leave Dallas and go to Alaska tomorrow because the deen is better over there. Right. SubhanAllah. They left everything because they understood. Because they favored the three over the eight. 
That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ula'ika humus sadiqun. These are the true believers. These are the true believers. Compare their behavior to ours. Many of us today have favored our dunya, have favored our desires over the orders of Allah Azza wa Jal. They have favored jihad. When he used to mention the word jihad, they used to jump out of joy. And jihad does not necessarily mean only fighting in the battlefield. That is the best jihad. But there is daily jihad. The jihad of coming to Fajr. The jihad of lowering your gaze with all this haram around you. The jihad of fighting your desires. That's a constant jihad. When I'm about to see a woman half naked pass by me, I remember the order of Allah. Tell the believing men to lower their gaze immediately. That's why Rasulullah said, you're not blamed for the first look. By accident, my eyes, my sight fell into that haram. Okay, that's it. Do not stare. Do not make the first look 10 minutes. Stop. Lower your gaze. Remember the orders of Allah Azza wa Jal. The companions, they got where they got because they have tasted the sweetness of Iman. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, whoever possesses these three qualities, he or she have tasted the sweetness of Iman. First, when Allah and His Messenger are more beloved to them than anyone on earth. Second, when they love a person, they only love them for the sake of Allah. Third, they hate reverting to kufr, just like hating being thrown in the hellfire. <coughs> بسم الله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده. My brothers and sisters, we come to Juma every single week, and from the hikma of Allah, from the wisdom of Allah Azza wa Jal, to come and listen and make the intention to apply. Because when we do not know, maybe we will be excused. But when we know, we will be accounted. My brothers and sisters, 1400 years ago, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Nations will unite. Nations will unite and call one another to attack you. Just as diners are invited to a plate of food. Rasulullah is giving us the image, nations will unite to attack you. Just like people are gathered to eat from a dish. So the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, it's because 
We are very few. We are small in number. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Rather, you will be so many, 1.6 billion. You will be so many on that day. But you will be like the form of the river. You will be like the form of the river. Allah will remove the fear of you from the heart of your enemy. Are we living this? Allah will remove the fear of you from the hearts of your enemy. And put wahin in your hearts. He said, Ya Rasulullah, what is wahin? He said, dunya love of dunya and hate of death love of dunya love of dunya if me and you we sit down and put a schedule our daily schedule how much of my daily schedule for akhirah and how much for dunya you will be shocked you will be shocked. And even from the portion that we put for Akhirah, that Salat is quick, no concentration. Those Sadaqat everybody knows about. Ya Akhwan, make dua that Allah will make me and you from the people who favor the three over the eight from the people who favor Allah's orders, no matter how hard they are. Because to be on the side of the king on that day, that is al-fawz al-azim, that is complete victory. All these people that me and you are worried about, what are they going to do to us? What are they going to say about us in this dunya? They will run away from us. Can you imagine? The prophets, the best of people, the best of people on that day are saying, Nafsi, Nafsi, me, myself, and I. You think that guy that you're worried about, that's why you did not wear the hijab. You think they're going to remember you on that day? That's why the guy that you were so worried about, and you stayed dealing with riba and doing haram, what they're going to say about me? You think they're going to remember you on that day? The prophets are saying, Nafsi, Nafsi. Only, only, Wallahi, let's strive all together. Don't think I'm better than you. We are all struggling and striving to please Allah and Allah alone. And when we do that, you will see barakah in your children. All these things and all these people that you favored over Allah and His Prophet, one day or another, they're going to be your enemies. Because whomsoever, Rasulullah said, whomsoever pleases people by not pleasing Allah, Allah will not be pleased with them, and He will make the people not pleased with them. Allahumma anna ya Rabbil Alameen. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal not to take our soul until He's pleased with us. Allahumma aghfir lana dhunubana wa israfana fi amrina. وثبت أقدامنا وانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم وفقنا لما تحبه وترضاه 
اللهم أغث إخواننا في ليبيا يا رب العالمين اللهم أغث إخواننا في المغرب يا رب العالمين اللهم يا رب تقبلهم في الشهداء اللهم تقبلهم في الشهداء يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أغث المسلمين في كل مكان ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وقوموا إلى صلاتكم the hallway and fill up the main hall please look down foot to foot shoulder to shoulder close the gaps sisters please do the same <coughs> this is a big gap here move Hamza you can squeeze some one more person Mustafa come just move yeah <coughs> أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله استوى تجلو الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تلهكم أموالكم ولا أولادكم عن ذكر الله ومن يفعل ذلك فأولئك هم الخاسرون وأنفقوا مما رزقناكم من قبل أن يأتي أحدكم الموت فيقول رب لولا أخرتني إلى أجل قريب فأصدق وأكم من الصالحين ولن يؤخر الله نفسا إذا جاء أجلها 
والله خبير بما تعملون الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته As we all have heard about uh, our brothers and sisters in Morocco and Libya 
So please, on your way out, we have boxes, we have a tab on the kiosk to help out in, uh, in the flood and in the earthquake that took place in Morocco. So be very generous and also at the same time know that you know, the masjid operates on, on your donations. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa